What could your life look like if you made the decision not to bullshit yourself anymore? I know that logically you think, Amber, I don't bullshit myself. Really, how many excuses pop around in your head that are complete and total bullshit? They only exist because we believe them. This is what your bullshit box is all about. Let's dig in. My name is Amber Furman and welcome to the Break Your Bullshit Box podcast. Welcome to the Break Your Bullshit Box podcast, where excuses aren't tolerated and results are earned through authenticity, vulnerability, and a commitment to excellence. My name is Amber Furman, success architect, attorney, and NLP trainer. If you're ready to bitch slap the bully in your brain, overcome the bullshit that holds you back, and design the life and success you've always wanted, then it's time for you to break your bullshit box and step into designing life and success on your terms. Before we jump into this topic, I want to take just a minute and extend a special invitation to you. If you are looking for a place where you can connect with other impact-driven business owners and entrepreneurs, where you can learn important skills and resources that are going to help you grow your business to the next level, where you'll have an opportunity to share your zone of genius with other people who also need to learn what you know. If all of this sounds like something that you could benefit from, then I want to extend a special invitation to you. The Break Your Bullshit Box community is forming where we're going to have access to all of the things that I just mentioned with the intention of helping you overcome your bullshit, connect with people who understand what you're going through, and learn the skills and resources that you need to take your business to the next level. If you're interested in this, head over to successdevelopmentsolutions.com, smash that contact button, and let's go ahead and jump on a call to see if you're a good fit. I'm super excited to have you in the community. Let's dig into this idea of breaking your bullshit. If you've been following the podcast for the last couple of weeks, you know that I talked about this rebrand where this used to be the More Than Corporate podcast. It's now the Break Your Bullshit Box podcast. And I talked about the transition between that. One of the things that I said is that I spent so much time talking about identity and so much time talking about designing your life and the courage aspect, having the courage to live it. And all of those things are very, very important. But what I noticed was that when I really started sitting down and working with people, whether it be in a group coaching or a one-on-one coaching environment or a training environment, that what we were talking about was less the plan, although that's important, and more the bullshit excuses for why we couldn't execute the plan. And I realized that there was this big gapping hole. I believe that this success cycle or blueprint or whatever it is that you want to call it has four different steps to it that repeat for the rest of your life. You challenge your identity. You push yourself outside of the boundaries of who it is that you think you are. And as you do that, as our goals grow and we push ourselves, then we start coming up with all this bullshit for why it is that we can't complete what it is we said we want to do. 
breaking that bullshit is incredibly important to being able to do the last two steps, which is designing your life and having the courage to live it. As you design your life and have the courage to live it, you realize you're capable of more than you thought you were. And all of a sudden you start to challenge your identity of who you think you are. And with that comes more bullshit. And we go around and around in this circle until we die, right? I know that's morbid, but success isn't a destination, it's a journey. And this journey is of constant evolution of who it is that we think we are. Mark Manson said it best in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He talked about how you should never be able to know who you are. You should constantly be evolving. That who are you is a constant question. So what I want to talk about today on the podcast is that bullshit. What is your bullshit box filled with? What are the excuses that you hear every single time you start to say that you want something or you want to create something, you want to do something, you want to create a program maybe, or you want to go get a new job or you want to start a business or you want to run an obstacle course race or a marathon or hike Mount Everest, like whatever it is that you are saying you want to go do. How long is it before that itty bitty shitty committee in your head starts telling you telling you that you're not good enough? And what is it that that asshole in your head is saying? What is it that you are telling yourself about why you can't have what it is you want? I can tell you what some of them have been in my life. Nobody that looks like me does that. I'm too overweight to run an obstacle course race. I can't run a business. I've never run a business before. I never wanted to run a business. I can't rely on myself for that. I don't know how to run a business. I'm not a very good public speaker. I can't speak in public. Nobody wants to listen to me. I'm not very good in a relationship. I'm not reliable. I'm not a good sister. I'm not a good friend. I'm not a good leader. I'm not a good boss. I am not capable of creating anything. I'm not creative. I've been telling myself I'm not creative forever. Actually, that's a funny story. So I was doing a podcast interview with the author of Creative Careers. His name's Jeffrey Madoff, not to be confused with Jeffrey Madoff. He made that very clear. We did this episode on creative outlets which his book, Creative Careers, talks about. Now, he comes from the artistic space, fashion, design, things to that effect. And so the book was originally written to help people that are in the artistic space that consider themselves creatives to help them build a business out of that. However, the book was fantastic for business owners as well. And I remember bringing Jeffrey on and talking to him about how surprised I was that I enjoyed the book because I'm not very creative. And his response to me, I'll never forget it. He says, God, you must be a horrible attorney. And I said, excuse me? And he goes, being creative, all creativity is is solving problems. And if you can't solve problems, you must be a really shitty attorney. And that shifted for me. In my mind, I had always put artistic and creative in the same bucket. They were the same to me. So because I failed sixth grade art, I'm not creative. And I had been telling myself that my entire life. Well, after that conversation, all of a sudden, I couldn't say I wasn't creative anymore because I know I'm a damn good attorney. And I know I'm a damn good coach. I'm a good trainer. So if 
solving problems means creativity, then I'm very creative. That's how fast we can break our bullshit. It takes somebody that's outside of the frame that we're living in to hear the nonsense that we're telling ourselves and look at us like, what the hell are you talking about? It takes somebody that can reframe what it is we're believing about ourselves. What if the things we are telling ourselves aren't true? And I can promise you that 99% of the time they're not because something happened. The way that the brain works is that at some point in time, somebody said something to you or something happened that caused you to make a decision. And these limiting beliefs fill our bullshit box and overflow to the point that we can't get anything done. The more that we tell ourselves we're not athletic, the more that we tell ourselves we're not creative, the more that we tell ourselves that we can't learn how to run a business, the more that we tell ourselves that we can't lose weight, that we can't be in a relationship, that nobody's ever going to love us, the more that we tell ourselves that we can't speak in public, that we don't have anything that anybody wants to say, that the course or the program that we're going to create, nobody wants to learn from what it is that we have to teach. The more that we continue to repeat those statements, I can't sell, I can't cold call, I could go on forever. And the reason that I know these so well is they are all things that at one point in time have filled my bullshit box, every last one of them. The more that we surround ourselves with people that can look at our picture a little bit differently and help us reframe that, the more that we can look and sp that we can spend time with people who are living their life in a way that we didn't know was possible. This way, this is why it is so important for you to surround yourself with people that push your comfort zone instead of allowing you to stay in it. This is why it's important for you to hang out in those rooms that you're uncomfortable with. If you feel like you don't have anything to add to a conversation, then listen right? It's so uncomfortable not to be the smartest person in the room though. It's so much easier to stay in the rooms where everybody's coming to us for answers. But the moment that we leave that room and we go to the room where we're not the smartest person in the room, we learn things about the way things could be done, the way life could be lived, the way a business could be ran that we had never thought of before. And then that opens up and reframes our possibilities for what we could accomplish. So the more that we surround ourselves with people who number one, number one is that they're able to see our picture from a different frame. Everybody says, I want my family to support me. I wish my family would support me. A lot of my journey is my struggle with my mom and feeling like she didn't support me. My mom was so close to me that there's nothing that she could have done that would have allowed me to believe that she was supporting me until I stopped being the victim in that story. Until I stopped being a victim to my circumstances, my mom was the villain that I created in my life. Was my mom perfect? Absolutely not. Did she say some really rough things to me? Sure. Have I said some rough things to other people? Absolutely. Does that mean that she didn't love me or doesn't support me or doesn't believe in me? No, not at all. It means she's human right? But in my victim mentality, I needed a villain and that became my mom. I say this to say that 
when we try to seek support and guidance from the people that are closest to us, oftentimes they are too much of a part of our story for us to really be able to experience change based upon their opinions. And that goes the other way too. A lot of people, when they start to grow, they say, man, I really thought that my friends and family would be the first to support me, but it's this stranger that I met on the side of the street. And the reality is that you're not a part of that stranger's story. Your mom, your caregiver, your siblings, your best friends, their identities in relationship to you are very specific. And when you start to change, you start to challenge their identity, right? Well, this is why parents say they always look at their kids as little kids, right? No matter how big you get, you'll always be my little kid because that's part of their identity is being a parent, being the person that raised that individual. So sometimes it is not the people closest to us that is able to see our picture differently. Second, not only do they have to be able to see your whole picture, including the blind spots that you can't see, they also need to be willing to have the tough conversations with you. They need to be willing to avoid, you know, Amber, I realize that you could lose some weight, but I love you the way you are. Number one, I appreciate that you love me the way that I am, but I don't love me the way that I am, right? Um, I, we hear this all the time of somebody trying to be supportive by minimizing the things that a person believes are important in their life. And what that does is it creates this tension because that person now knows that you aren't able to tell them the truth. That person now knows that you're not able to have the hard conversations. And what else aren't you willing to have the hard conversations about, right? Um, my weight is something I've struggled with my entire life. It's very vulnerable for me to talk about. It's the next part of my journey, right? I, I couldn't take the steps that were going to allow me to be healthy physically until I was healthy mentally. Those things have so much more in common than people realize. But saying you're never going to be able to change it, there's nothing you're going to be able to do with it. I love you the way that you are. You don't need to change it all. Those things don't help. Now, I love you the way that you are always comes from a place of support. And it's one of those enabling things that feels supportive, but really isn't. You know, one of the most difficult conversations I've ever had to have was with a really good friend of mine where I had to say, I love you no matter what, and what you did wasn't okay. I love you too much to believe to allow you to believe that these actions were okay, right? So we need that person that is capable of seeing the shifts that we're making in our life. And number two is willing to call us out on our bullshit. That's not gonna buy into it. My friends don't call me if they wanna have a pity party. I don't have a pity party bone. 
left in my body. I used to a lot. And I'm not saying that it doesn't peek its head. I mean, again, I'm human. Everybody is. But I am not the friend that people call when they want to bitch about a situation and blame somebody else for the situation that they're in. I'm the friend that people call when they want the honest truth about what I think about their situation. And, you know, this is a lesson that I had to learn was to turn it off, right? Um, One of the most powerful questions that you can ask if somebody calls you in a place where they're seeking guidance is, how do you want me to show up right now? Do you want me to show up as a coach, a friend, or do you just need a wall to listen to you? Am I responding? Am I solving or am I listening? How am I showing up in this conversation? It's so important to understand those boundaries because not everybody's ready for a solution. Hell, I've had those conversations where I've called a friend of mine and I've said, listen, I just need to get this off of my chest and I'm not ready for a solution. And that's entirely fine. We all have our own journey. What's not okay is to sit there and convince yourself that you're not the problem. What's not okay is to sit there and convince yourself that that place that you're staying because you're not ready for a solution is the only reality that exists because that's where our bullshit really, really starts to dig in, right? It's okay to say, I'm not good at sales. It's not okay to say, I can't be good at sales, right? I'm not good at sales means I haven't put in the time, the effort, the reps. I haven't gotten the resources that I need. I don't have the right mentor. I haven't been willing to get uncomfortable enough to make cold calls, to have conversations. I can't be good at sales means I'm not physically capable of doing any of those things. And that's bullshit, right? So when I talk about breaking your bullshit box, this is what I'm talking about. What does that voice in your head say? When you start to set goals for yourself, And then I'm going to put in quotation marks, reality sets in, right? What is that reality bullshit? Because reality is only what you make it. In order for us to truly create the life that we deserve to have, the life that we want to have, the success and the freedom that so many of us work so hard for, we have to be willing to call bullshit on ourselves. We have to. So what I would love for you guys to do, and my challenge to you now is to write down your bullshit, to think when you set a goal, what is it that you want to accomplish by the end of 2023? And when you set that goal down and you write it down and then you get that pit in your stomach because it's so big, it makes you want to throw up. What's the bullshit that pops in your head about why you can't have it? Because acknowledging that it exists is the very first step to breaking it. Without the acknowledgement of what it is we're telling ourselves, there's no solution available. I'm really, really excited for you guys to start to break this bullshit and to create the life that you've always wanted. Once you eliminate your excuses, you can empower your journey and you can earn your results. My name is Amber Furman, and this is the Break Your Bullshit Box podcast.